what are you like most proud of from this year? Javante, you're not gonna get me to cry. Yes, I will. Let's go. Come on. What I'm proud of is I didn't give up. I just continued to say what I wanted and allowed space for the universe to give me what I needed. I traveled back and forth two hours to a whole nother city, mm-hmm. homeless, doing this podcast, coming into the work, working different secondary jobs within the city. I still giving the shirt off my back. I still did things as if I had a home still, but in reality, I was just as homeless as the people that I was serving. Welcome back to another episode of Philly Keep On... No, no. See, I'm following you. This is not Philly Keep On Loving. It's Keep On Loving the Podcast. Keep I was just trying to Keep On Loving the Podcast. It's Keep On Loving the Podcast because the people in Argentina feel left out. Hey, people in Argentina. Hey, Yolanda. Javante's mama. Yolanda. My mama. My mama. Your mama. Mia. Mm. It's closer to the end of the year. Like, it's closer to the end of the year, but not quite. Mm. Yeah. I mean, in public health life, I feel like this is like the time right now where it is starting to roll down for a second only because it's the holiday. Because as soon as January rolls in, it's like, what holiday? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) What holiday? Who are you? Why do you still work here? Do you work here? Uh, Well, you know. How was so... You know, we always record sporadically. Mm-hmm. So no, yeah. not not since Dylan came. Not into since our life. Dylan. You're right. Like Dylan is the. I won't say slave driver because that's just you know it's too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, black and Dylan is white. We will not go over there with those metaphors. Okay, but he keeps us on task. Okay, and so does Ricardo. Yes, shout out to Ricardo. Shout out to Ricardo. and also John. Thank John. you for joining us, John. Yes. So John's like, did they just break the wall? Yes, yes. we did. John, yes. like, I love, like, you give me, like, producer. Producer, producer, producer. Okay. I don't know what any of that means. I don't know, but I'm really excited. I'm, but like, in a good we, mood right now. You were saying because we record sporadically. Yes, like, when I say to. sporadically, like, sometimes, you know, y'all, we may have already recorded to what y'all see, but it's okay, you know. Yeah. We, y'all, we already told y'all the secret. We're trying to get the episodes in the can so that way we can post consistently. And I think... You know, back flashing back to our episode of consistency, mm-hmm. which they may or may not have seen already. I mm. don't know. Um, if you have seen it, it's probably right up here. If you haven't seen it, <laughs> well, click there because <laughs> it'll be there. <laughs> so, Amia, since it's the end of the year mm-hmm. when we're recording this, mm-hmm. um, so many events are coming up. So many events are coming up. But yesterday was Trans Day of Remembrance. What is that? So Trans Day of Remembrance is a time where we take time. So it's a time that we take time um, to remember the lost transgender and gender non-binary people that were lost and or slain um, this year. So Forbes actually um, came out with an article stating. Forbes magazine. Yes. Mm -hmm. So right now we have 36 individuals um, who have. We have documented that have um, been killed senseless. Just in 2023. Just in 2023. So they're they're dating from October um, 2022 to the beginning of November of 2023. So that is how that they um, got those numbers. So 
we're at 36 um, for this year. And then... You say that we're at, as if you expect more to be added. So I, what I was going to say was Forbes came out with an article stating mm-hmm. that it could be up to 230 transgender or gender non-binary people that are undocumented mm. from a slang. We don't have, we don't account for the names mm-hmm. that were mm-hmm. either dead named or mm-hmm. not names correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, and even a bigger thing of life after death for trans mm-hmm. is that even after being slain and the family having to go through a burial or even your loved ones, I don't, loved ones having to go through a burial or may have to find things that are going out when it's time to put your name on a death certificate. Mm -hmm. The coroner can, nine times out of ten, is the one that determines your sex. Mm. So as I live my life as a woman, identification changed, everything needed to live my life and what America tells me I need to do to be considered a woman on Mm -hmm. this earth. Um, At death, I can still be dead names and name change. Now the coroner can say, you know what, family? We'll go ahead and let you um, keep her assigned female mm-hmm. on, um, on the death certificate. Mm-hmm. If the body gets to the funeral home, the funeral home is allowed to go in and say, you know what? Actually, the coroner messed up. This is actually a male body I have mm-hmm. here. So when we think about things like that and we think about trans and members, we think about things that we actually still actively need to make sure yeah. we're working. Yeah. Um, but yesterday was my first time um, being able to take my full work hat off and actually be able to engage with community in a really long time mm-hmm. where I'm able to see them on ground level and just to – not being from Philadelphia, coming from a place where there's not many trans women, Mm -hmm. um, and being here and seeing so many women's names and men's names named um, for Trans Day of Remembrance and then them talking about people. It was a humbling experience. Yeah. I did two events yesterday. And you were featured Ah! in USA Today. I totally forgot about that. For like, we're going to link to this in the show notes. But yes. you were featured in, in national publication, USA Today. What was that about? Because um, I don't so read. <laughs> I knew you didn't. I just read, <laughs> honey. I just read. But I don't, read. don't try it today. It's, it's, um, in, it's in my queue. It's in my queue to um, listen to. So, shout out to the... So, if anyone doesn't know, if you haven't heard me talk about it through this year, um, I was asked to be a part. Oh, let me not say I was asked. Because the girl applied for the Human Rights Campaign's Trans Justice Initiative. They had a trans femme cohort Mm -hmm. um, this year. And I was one of 12 women out of uh, 1,500 women that applied. I was one of 12 women that were asked to come through. You realize that's less than 1%. (sighs) Well, you know. Everything I manifested this year that was going to happen from there has happened. So I'm mm, I want to come back to that. I'm mm-hmm. not surprised. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Tori Cooper to the Human Rights Campaign who um we called gotta get me. Tori on the podcast. baby. I was on phone with Tori last night until one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, we got to get Tori on the podcast. You have to. Yeah. Um, coin, coin, coins, 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 coins. Um, but when they called me and were like, "Hey, we're doing." We're doing this, and I was like, 
okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know, I was in a really dark place when I did this, but it actually like catapulted me. So it was just talking about um, trans needs and what it looks like to be um, trans in America and what it looks like to be trans right now. Um, but just not a conversation with your good, good Judy. It's not. It's a, good, a good national publication. And so I'm reading the articles, right? So I'm not like, I took a moment to cry. Mm. But then the first article comes out, and that's the actual major article. Mm-hmm. And then they drop a editorial conversation article. Mm. And the article is centered around the work of what I was talking about. And Mm -hmm. I'm so confused because I'm like, you have two people who are in Florida right now Mm -hmm. fighting Mm -hmm. for lives for trans Mm -hmm. people. And what I said to you, um, in the editor's notes, they said that when I was speaking, they took a pause longer than they've ever had to take with any other guest. And sometimes I don't realize the things that I say or what comes out of my mouth because I usually ask that, I usually say, creator, please Mm -hmm. allow what needs to be said to come Mm -hmm. from you and out of this vessel. So just knowing that, like, simple things, like I put my pants on one step at a time as you. And then returning it back to last night um, and hearing so many women talk, it's like, yo, we put our pants on just as one time as you. Mm -hmm. Like, what is different? What is new? Um, And I'm very proud. Um, I didn't realize how, like, epic this was Mm -hmm. until I got off the phone, um, off the Zoom during the interview. Bro, you do big shit. I do. <laughs> I do. Like, let's not play, play, and I pretend do. that you're not who you are. Uh, uh, you yeah. know what? I try to be modest about it. Like, I'm always excited when. I don't think you try hard. <laughs> <laughs> I try to shop. Like, I try to shop it around and let people know exactly like what's going on with mm-hmm. me because the like, girl, I am a girl in transit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just want to make sure that, like, when I, I don't like boasting about it or be like, oh, I was in this article or I was doing. But this it's important it. to let the kids know. Absolutely, okay. and I don't do, get it twisted. I do it because I don't do it for the haters because you know haters gonna hate regardless. They gonna hate that it was mm-hmm. there. Um, but I do it for people who, and I specifically do it, and I realized why I did the work again sitting in this room last night at William Way. Um, when I say I do this for my trans girls, for women who may not ever be able to step in a role like me, yeah. who may never, ever understand what it is to be here, who may not even want this role but just want somebody to speak their name, I do this for them. Yeah. So coming to an event yesterday and seeing the Morris Home, the, the Morris, uh, Morris Home Girls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and them getting up and talking, like I was like, they need my seat. Like, they need to be here. Like, they need to talk. We need them on the podcast because, like, they knew their statistics. They knew numbers. And they knew what they didn't want to do anymore. They knew they they didn't want to get in the high anymore. And they knew that they wanted to bring other women from the streets. And that's what they talked about yesterday. Going back into the rubble to bring out others. That, I think, sent my whole night. That and Andrea did. Oh, Andrea Harrington. Shout out to Andrea oh. Harrington, mother of Philadelphia. Mother. This is a very Philly-centric episode. Mother. Because you just gave them the West Philly girl clap. Like, I'm going to tell you, because <laughs> mother, she hosted the event, okay? Mm-hmm. 
And then they play her song to come and perform. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I hear every mouth, I throw my glasses off. I'm like, okay. So So I'm about to go. (laughs) I have to show you these photos. Like, I have never seen a drag performer do gospel. Oh. Then you I haven't have, seen drag performance, honey. <laughs> I mean, up close and personal. Yeah. And it was such a fitting song. Mm-hmm. And it was, Jesus. Okay. Brian, were you there? Didn't, uh, uh, we got Brian in the oh. studio too. Big, big. Brian, didn't they do a gospel song at the brunch or the USCHA? Do you, were you, do you? Did they do, do a drag me to brunch? They did a, a drag performance okay and i think it was to a gospel song <gasps> but it was like whiplash because before that it wasn't as explicit as miss jackson if you nasty mm. but it was definitely two things that do not go together it was like this and then that and i was getting whiplash but i like andrea harrington's I performance see. but you said something about manifestation. manifesting this year mm-hmm. so let's talk about that mm. what are you like most proud of from this year 2023 is sunset. Javante, you're not going to get me to cry. That's yes, I will. Let's go. Do. Come on. Um, what I'm proud of is I didn't give up. Like, what people... You didn't give up. Didn't give up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just continued to say what I wanted and allowed space for the universe to give me what I needed. Yeah. Um, I traveled back and forth two hours to a whole another city mm-hmm. homeless mm-hmm. doing this podcast coming into the work working different um secondary jobs within um within the city mm-hmm. and literally if you knew you just knew and if not then you know I was just here I smiled I didn't give up I didn't break I still giving the shirt off my back I still did things as if I had a home still mm-hmm. and I was moving and I was moving like I was going back home. But yeah. in reality, I was just as homeless as the people that I was serving. You know, that's so hard to be in the work and also be the work. <laughs> because in a different way, I can really, like, I can really empathize with that. I think if reflecting back on the year, you know, I experienced a divorce this year. And... When we talked about the breakup episodes. Mm-hmm. Brian, you just dropped something. You got to go. Got no. to go. <laughs> um, but security. I, you know, <laughs> security. <laughs> we got people interrupting the production. Um, but, you know, experiencing a divorce mm-hmm. and also talking about, like, getting over a breakup mm-hmm. and going through a dark time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much it was going to impact me. At all. But yeah. how resilient it makes you. Yeah, You know what? And I say it, I don't say it, I will say this. As African Americans, we are kind of already have that program in us Mm -hmm. of resiliency, Mm. of like, I I think it's some things that we have to unlearn. Like where it's like, okay, this just happened. Such and such just passed away. I just had a nasty breakup. I'm home. But guess what? Guess what I got to do tomorrow? I got to, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about my breakup, but I'm also having to write yeah. a, a grant or I'm working on this. And it's, there's 
sometimes we try to kill ourselves within the work that we mm-hmm. do. And it like it sometimes it sucks because you don't have that time to grieve and or to put your work on top of the work that you already have to do with the community. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but the work is also very healing. Yes. Right? Like in some of the darkest times for me in 2023, I threw myself further into the work, mm-hmm. which is a trauma response, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's don't get it twisted. It's not productivity. It's, My therapist it's a trauma told me response. to go ahead and let that go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, like, the more we do, for example, you know, at our office, mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to bring on a new team member, mm-hmm. right? Who happens to be a black gay man. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to, pr- to create jobs mm. for black and brown men mm-hmm. to do this work, mm-hmm. you know, and to influence leadership on the decisions that they make as a black man. Like that's a very healing and cathartic. Absolutely. Yeah. I can, I, as a, a former black man, I understand exactly what you're saying. <laughs> Things you don't hear every day. As a former black man. As a former black man. I understand exactly what you're saying. Would you say that you learned something from the challenges of this year? Oh, my God. Yes. And the biggest thing that I have learned, again, shout out to Tori Cooper. And this is what I have held on to since February of this year. Every single thing that you do is an interview. It's an interview. Everything. Mm. Right now, how we're talking, what Mm -hmm. we're speaking, someone is watching, thinking, how can we use them? Mm. When we go ahead and we move, when we're walking Use us, honey. Come run this coin. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me at. (laughs) You can use me, Amia, John, Ricardo, Brian. Brian, yes. Um, Run these coins. Please. Um, But everything that you do is an interview. From the time that you show up, from the time that you leave, how you move, how you so that has all that has put me in a new mind frame of how I move. Yeah. Like, yeah, people are always watching. Ugh. I posted a reel, and I mean, I'm not saying that as like people's watching, but mm-hmm. I posted a reel, and I don't post a lot on social media mm-hmm. on my personal socials, mm-hmm. but I posted a reel and it got like 900 views within. Isn't it not like crazy hours. when you like do stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. Would you say that the lessons you've learned has allowed you to set goals for 2024? Yeah, like I'm. What's a goal? Hungry. Ooh. Hungry. Like if this is Don't eat what. Don't the Because <laughs> <laughs> the I way am, you said that. <laughs> I am. Like if this is what 2023 gave. Ooh. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> if this yeah. is what 2023 gave, yeah. 2024, please watch out. Mm. Um, from being, doing a national uh, conversation with Gilead Pharmaceutical Reps in the HRC. Mm-hmm. From, like, the hustle of being, like, if people knew what I did to get to USCHA, mm-hmm. like the hustle United of the United Conference on HIV the United States Conference on HIV and AIDS. This year's thing was a love letter to black women. And God damn it, I'm a wonderful black woman. So I needed my love letter. I needed to know what you wrote to Amia. Yeah. And everything that I did, I mean, I started trying to apply for USCHA in March. Mm-hmm. For a scholarship. And, yes. So I tried to get a scholarship. Didn't work out. Um, 
the city was like, go ahead and just apply for an abstract. Mm -hmm. Didn't get, like, I applied, sat there, waited, and they were like, actually, someone actually submitted something kind of like yours. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. And so now I'm making phone calls to agencies like, hey, do you have an extra spot? Like, how can I get here? In literally two weeks before USCHA, I get an email that someone had anonymously submitted my name to sit on the National Trans and Non-Binary Cohort Board Mm -hmm. for USCHA, Mm -hmm. which then means that I have to give an institute. Mm. So in two weeks, they're like, can you write an abstract in two weeks? Actually. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you should mention that. And so it was the, when I talk about the dedication and Mm -hmm. the hustle Mm -hmm. of not, I would, that was the only no I got that year. The only no that I got for 2023 was USCHA. So when that yes happened, there's so many things in the background that happened and that could have been great, could have been better. Um, I had some very life-devastating things happen to me while I was at USCHA. But it wasn't going to stop a girl. Why? Because I manifested that this is what I'm here for and this is what's going to roll into my 2024. Now, 2024, I'll be sitting on this community advisory panel Mm -hmm. for the next three years. So my voice as a black trans woman Mm -hmm. will now be heard through national conferences. For the next three years, I'll be writing an abstract for a national Mm -hmm. conference for you to come in and learn about what my lived experience is Mm -hmm. to help you go back into your community and help somebody else. You're on fire today. Am I? Like, it was a trans. (laughs) I think the energy reset worked. (laughs) It was. And you know what? I will say, like, today coming in, sometimes, like, I sit here because I'm not on the ground floor. Mm -hmm. When I leave a space with a ground floor, I do become grumpy. Um, and when you say ground floor, you're meaning, like, being in the community, doing the work. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I think, you know. Ooh, you want to make me cry. Like, I really <laughs> miss that. Like, I really do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And I can see your passion for it. But I, I think that for me in 2024. Yes, Javante, let me ask you the question. It's going to be more, it's going to be to scale. Like, I want Down more up? up. Well, both. It's going to be versatile scale. It's going to be versatility. (laughs) So, you know, on the one hand, I want to scale up more of the productivity, right? Love that. You are crying. I got you to cry. Episode over. (laughs) Uh, Actually, we got a minute left. But I want to do more of the good stuff, right? I want to do the more of the things that makes my heart smile, not just my face, Mm. right? And in terms of scaling down, I want to say no to a lot more things. I've started to do that. Because no is a complete sentence. No is a complete sentence. Um, Also, like, when you put your phone on silent, I forgot I got to put my watch on silent now. But that's a whole other episode. Oh, come on, Apple Watch. So, not sponsored. Not sponsored. But I, I think, like, scaling down and making sure that I say no to the things that don't absolutely enthrall me. I've been on the ground on the grind so long Uh and having to say yes to so many opportunities Uh 
I don't have to do that anymore. I'm not by any stretch of the imaginations on Oprah's level. <laughs> we getting there. But at the same time, I've worked enough to say no to some of the opportunities that just do not make me enthusiastic. But. Oh. Yeah, we got to count down. We did wow. that. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. quick. Ooh. And you cried. I'm trying to not. Like, I'm and probably going to ball as soon as these cameras stop rolling. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of Keep On Loving the Podcast. I'm Javante. I am Amia Pacheco Branch. Um, I would like to call this a wrap. Um, and go ahead, Javante. <laughs> no matter how you're loving, just Please. keep on loving. Keep on, keep on. Deuces. Loving.